Welcome, this is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 171 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of July 18th, 2023. Happy World Listening Day. You do so much of that. Just ask Val. <laughs> that, that's where you say, what'd you say, Jamie? Coming up on today's show, Epcot restaurant news, interesting developments with transportation from Orlando International Airport, and in our main segment, we finish our discussion on the Enchanting Extras Collection. This is the Circa 71 Podcast. All right, Donna, on to the news. And as I was calling you in for this, I realized I should have given you this first story just so you could try and pronounce this restaurant one more time. (laughs) So, signage has been installed for the newest World Showcase restaurant at Epcot. Um, This will be at the Japan Pavilion, replacing the former Tokyo Dining restaurant, um, which if you go to the second floor of um, that pavilion, um, you're walking in, it's on the right-hand side of your side, right-hand side. Um, Teppanito's on the left, and the new Shikisai, I think is how it's said. Um, is on the right. Um, we talked about this whew, a few months back, Donna. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, so signs have popped, popped up around the pavilion showcasing the food that this new venue will be offering. Things like sushi, noodles, rice, and sake, uh, just to name a few items. Um, you know, Japanese-type food. So it fits. One would think. Tom is not in the mood for any sort of jokes tonight. Um, Uh, Between you and Andrew, I swear. (laughs) So inside of the, um, you know, it's essentially where where you go for both restaurants, Teppanito and Chikisai, there is a sign advertising authentic Japanese sushi um, that has been put out. Um, This is run by the Mitsukoshi um, group, people. Um, that offers, and I'm reading their sign here, offers a festive dining experience in the fun-loving and social, sociable Zakaya style, I think, at Chikisai Festival of the Four Seasons. Enjoy the, excuse me, the delights of an open sushi bar and grill immersed in enchanting scenes from the Japanese seasons and festivals. We have some friends who are big sushi sushi eaters. Excuse me, I can't even say the most simple of words tonight. Um, and they are very interested but hesitant to see what the pricing is going to look like. Because for those who do eat sushi, sushi can be very expensive. So thinking about something expensive with Disney then tacking on, you know, <laughs> the added cost that always seems to be entailed with Disney dining, it, it could be interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We have a like a hole in the wall sushi place that we go to a lot that does, you know, like an all you can eat. I think that would have been a really cool idea. Um, I don't think that's what it's going to be. I don't think it's like an all you can eat sushi. Um, I definitely think it's a la carte. Did you ever do Tokyo dining? I don't believe so, Andrew. No, I think the only not. time, I think the only time we ate in that pavilion was with you guys at Teppanito. Te- oh, at Teppanito. Okay. That place I love. Like I, I we've gone there several times at this point um never did the one in the front though the tokyo dining i'm sure the view from there is gorgeous oh yeah i I think that's prime real estate especially during um you know the fireworks whatever's coming later on this year 
Um, but I we don't have an official opening date. I think this is just gonna like open one day, <laughs> kind of like um, oh, what was the the one at the bottom, Donna? The super super expensive. Oh, geez, what is that called? Oh. No, no, Takumi honey, not say Andrew. Andrew whispered, Takumi "Yeah, there you go." Tai. Andrew whispered, "Face two twenty. I was like, "No, no, wrong place." <laughs> no, um, yeah, and that so, also didn't just open. That yeah, was a cluster when it opened. They kind of just threw the doors open with that. We really didn't get any advance notice, but you know, we shall see. All right, any fun transition? Do you want to travel along? Yeah, I was going to say something along those lines. Travel along to. Uh, Another location in World Showcase. That's true. You're Epcot heavy so far. So for those who have been to Walt Disney World in the past, gosh, Jamie, how long was that there? Five years, maybe? Had to have been. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I was going to say not that long, but you're right. Because it only opened like last April. Yeah, I want to say probably like a 2019 opening you're probably right right about there okay so four to five years so all right back up three steps when the fountain view starbucks location closed a new starbucks location opened at epcot i always will forever always call it the meeting point between future world and world showcase i know future world doesn't exist anymore i'm sorry it's still future world in my pea brain so as you would come through world showcase cutting to the right because you're crazy and you go to the right instead of going to the left toward mexico like everyone else <laughs> if you come to the right there was a huge and i mean that starbucks storefront it wasn't a dine-in but it was a huge window um with lots of the the chain sanctions of uh, to, to kill a pretty good line and it was always always busy and then when they opened um not creations jamie connections Thank you. Other stupid C. Connections uh, Cafe, which is the, the new Starbucks location, that location closed and has remained empty since mm, March? No, actually it was last year. It's really? Been, yeah, the, the, the World Showcase. Now, for a while, Epcot just didn't have a Starbucks. Like, when they closed um, Fountain View, like, this it wasn't like an, the next day it opened. It was weird. There was a gap in between. But this building itself, as, as Donna said, you know, essentially to the, the backside of the refreshment port has been unused for over a year at this point. Holy, I know. I would not have guessed that. I, I mean, but again, we're not Starbucks people. So we never were stopping there to get anything. So I guess it didn't seem like that long. Okay. So for over a year, this really, really big, nice building was um unused and it was maybe a week maybe two ago that jamie and i were talking about it. i don't think it was on podcast it may have been well it it? was i know i know it was okay so go us pat pat's self on back um this is is, yeah there you go this is now officially going to be used as a booth um for uh let's see does it say scrolling is covered up but we think it's going to be for food and wine I mean, it would have to be, right? Um, yeah. No, no, I mean, I just, I don't know if it's going to be like a food and wine thing and then change out or close, or if it's going to be like a, um, you know, like a refreshment port that's open all year long. I could see it both ways. 
I just, it's so, it's to your point, it's such a, a big, you know, structure. It's not like that, you know, the, the donut box or, or whatever that Epcot like breakfast thing they had is by test track, um, you know, which you could tell is a little bit smaller. Um, I don't know. It's just so massive. But then again, they let it go for a year. <laughs> yeah. That, that it? it? You that was a whopping conversation? Oh, no. <laughs> I actually really just threw this in because we needed an extra story and we had talked about it. I swear it was last week. I think it was on the podcast last week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, go us. I'm very pleased with, with ourselves for discussing that. Um, and then something at least coming to fruition there. Yeah. The only thing, I, and this is a little bit on the um, the nitpicky side, um, I, I, everything has like a, you know, like a triangular type roof structure, and this thing's like just super flat. Like it's the only one that's like that. Is that it, you could definitely tell it was like a Starbucks, but I don't know what it's going to be. It's interesting. Mm. We'll have to keep an eye um, on that. But I mean, it looks big enough. I mean, they have a few different rows of switchbacks, so it looks like it's definitely going to be. Um, you know, something that they plan on having high uh, traffic to. Jamie, what was the the concept going to be? I wish I felt better because I feel like I would be more fresh-brained. Um, the building that they scrapped, the fest- was it like a festival center? And wasn't mm-hmm. there some beer thing that was supposed to be part of that? Uh, yeah, Remember? I think that was on the middle level. Or, or no, actually... I don't know if they announced that or not. They ne- never really announced what the festival center was going into it, other than like some weird broadcast booth looking thing. Um, but I, I really thought that there was something specific to beer that they were supposed to be doing. What mm. you're what you're thinking of is um, our friends at WDWNT leaked the plans ahead of time where there was going to be a beer garden set up, essentially where Fountain of Nations was going to be. Um, but I don't think that plan either came to fruition or was announced um, as a part of the festival center in and of itself. Jamie, that space could do that because that's right near the beautiful area that has like the, the lights, the droopy lights. There's another festival booth between it. So it's like, that's the star, but the, the old Starbucks building. And then there's some open walkway space. And then there's that booth that's connected to the, the turf and the beautiful hanging lights and a lot oh. of high top, can you picture what I'm saying? Yeah, you lost me with the droopy lights, except that's now all gone. That's all just dirt now. They raised whatever was there, and that's behind a construction wall. Lovely. Yeah, so that's So all... then never mind, because I was going to say that that could, that whole area, could have been like the beer garden area. Yeah, yeah, because they always had... Um, if you were going down that right side toward World, World Showcase um, with the Imagination Pavilion on your right, there was that food booth there that I think you were just talking about that always had some really good options. I think I got a really good salmon there one time Yeah. Um, during one of the festivals. But yeah, and, and that playground, like everything yeah. scrapped. It's just dirt. Leave it At to Disney to ruin good things. Yeah. So speaking of ruining good things... <laughs> our next story um 
or I guess this would be things that came about because a good thing got ruined. Is that more accurate? Yeah. Mears Connect and Sunshine Flyer are merging transportation services from OIA, Orlando International Airport, to Walt Disney World. Former competitors have announced they are merging um, there, and this is complimentary from our friends at WWNT with EM and not IM, meaning it's free. That caused a huge controversy online, Donna, for people who may need to brush up on their vocabulary a little bit. Um, <laughs> into one entity, which will be titled Mears Connect Driven by Sunshine, which will off- offer transportation from Orlando International to Walt Disney World. Um, essentially, I think Mears bought them out. Is that kind of what we think? Because this came out of nowhere. You had said you heard like a rumor the night before or something. I heard rumblings the night before um, in a in a social media group that I'm on, and the the as Jamie's favorite term, you know, where there's there's smoke, there's fire. Um, apparently, agents were no longer able to book for their clients past August of this year. Um, so, to that to that extent, you know, yes, clearly something is happening. I don't know if it was a full on buyout though, Jamie, because why would they? include the driven with sunshine or whatever stupid thing they did to nod to sunshine flyer. If there wasn't a merge of some sort, if it was a flat buyout, it would have been like peace out sunshine flyer. You're now part of mirrors connect. I mean, it could have been part of the buyout language. I don't know. There's just something about it that I find odd. And the other thing that I, I found a little strange Donna is they really emphasized guaranteed 24 seven service. Wasn't that always a thing? Yeah, but Jamie, both companies are getting ragged on for being really slow with their service. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, I mean, we waited one. I mean, it wasn't in the middle of the night or whatever, but um, yeah, I just I don't know. There, there's something about it that's because it's taking over the area. Or I shouldn't say taking over. They are moving to everything to the area that was previously Mirrors Connect. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. But so, they're also painting over the Sunshine Flyer buses, which makes no sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, although we, we did Sunshine Flyer one time and didn't get the train bus, which was the entire reason we went. <laughs> right. Um, so the new service will begin August 1st, 2023. For all existing reservations, if you have one, um, please contact customer care team on your um confirmation email i guess if you need anything um so yeah i don't know kind of interesting i guess honestly jamie even when you run the numbers once you have a family of like four or more just do private transportation yeah i i would tend to agree i uh, I know some people online were hoping, and, and I figured we could have a quick discussion on this. This was, you know, a sign that Magical Express might be coming back. I don't know. I mean, again, that was part of what I had read, you know, two evenings ago or whenever it was that that I first started kind of reading about this. People were like, oh, I wonder if, you know, they're going to, it's because Disney's pulling Mirrors back and Mirrors needs to be able to, to drive DME again, but I think that's dead, unfortunately. 
Yeah, I do as well. I, I don't, and and I've said this before. The biggest thing for me was the luggage service. Like, yep. you check your bags at your home airport. They go to your resort. That was the secret sauce of Magical Express. The transportation was kind of take it or leave it. Um, but I mean, if I could pay a fee to do the bags, I would do that all day. I mean, that's be funny if I could have clients pay a reasonable fee to have the whole service, the whole former DME service back. I would consider it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, nevertheless, short news week. Um, I don't know why. It just kind of was. It's the lull after all the announcements a few weeks back, right? Yeah. No kidding. So, it's a, it's the Oh, I have a good get... thing for news, Jamie. Okay. Um, Anthony did something cool today. Oh, well, yeah. I did want to. I meant to ask you about this. Go ahead. <laughs> So, Anthony has been obsessively checking his height on the little Disney height chart we have in his playroom because when we go to Disneyland next week, he desperately wants to ride in Credicoaster. I don't know why, but, like, he's dead set he wants to ride in Credicoaster. Last summer when we went in June, he was, like, just a tiny, tiny, tiny tad too short to do Indiana Jones, which you have to be 46 for. So when he like set his height sights, excuse me, set his heights, set his sights on Incredicoaster, I'm like, well, bud, like you're gonna get to do Indiana Jones this summer, like no worries. And like if you can't ride Incredicoaster, like we'll go back. Like it might not be for a few more years, but like we'll go back. Like it's okay. He's like, no, mama, I'm gonna eat my vegetables. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. Like literally asking us what he could do to grow taller. It's just been so funny. Um, so when he woke up yesterday, um, we had just gotten him some new shoes that we wanted him to break in, like, to get ready to take to California or whatever. And he goes, Mom, I'm going to put on my new shoes and see how tall I am. And I was like, all right, bud. And he starts, like, yelping. <laughs> and he's like, I think I did it. I think I did it. And I was like, holy crap, kid. Like, you did. You're 48 inches. Like, between, like, you're definitely, he's definitely been growing. And these new shoes, I'm like, dude, you did it. So then I think, like, the little light bulb went off in his head. And he goes, Mama? I want to go to Hollywood Studios today. I'm like, but, but I'm sorry you can't go today because we, yesterday we were meeting friends at, you know, Disney Springs and then they were coming to our house to stay over the night and like whole nine yards. Okay, fine, mom, I want to go to Disney Springs tomorrow morning. I'm like, bud, remember we're having friends stay over. Like, we can't kick them out of the house so that you can go to Hollywood Studios. So he like starts trying to convince them instead of going to Magic Kingdom today, like to go to Hollywood Studios. I'm like, you need to stop. So anyway, long story short, in the pouring freaking rain today, we schlep over after uh, Anthony had his little kid strong thing to Hollywood Studios. We go over. He like proudly stands there for the cast member to measure him. She's like, oh, bud, you're so tall. And he's like, I know. I'm finally 48 inches. And she's like, you're good. Come on in. Um, so we wait through. We get, you know, we're, we're inside the building. And he's like looking around. He's like asking all these questions. It was so fun. Like, what's this, mom? What's that? And he's like, look at the big DVD on the ceiling. I'm like, no, baby, it's a record. The big DVD, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, because, like, to his little six-year-old brain, like, he wouldn't yeah. know what a record was, you know? Like, clearly it's a DVD on the ceiling. Um, then we get through into, like, the pre-show, and Andrew holds him up so he can see the pre-show. He watches the pre-show. We go out. <laughs> Jamie, did I send you this video? No. I have to send you the video. We're in, like, the alleyway watching the the coaster getting ready to take off ready to launch and i put my phone down and hit record to record his face so that like he didn't see what i was doing 
and his, his face, like his eyes get real big and he goes, whoa. <laughs> it's funny you said that about the video because after you, you sent the picture, I said to Aiden, I said, uh, Aiden, guess what Anthony did today? You know, he went on rock and roller coaster. And he goes, oh, man, is there a video? <laughs> well, there's only a video of him watching, That's watching funny. the coaster go, whoa. And I was like, what do you think? Because I was, like, afraid he's going to poop himself. So I'm like, what do you think, buddy? He's like, no, no, I really want to go. Can we wait for row one? Yeah, we can wait for, wait for row, rows one and two, whatever. So we wait. They put us into the cattle chute. And then the coaster stops. They stop loading it. And we're like, oh, crap. And then they send coaster after coaster after coaster without anyone in it. And we're like, literally, it's it's two people. And then it's me and Anthony. And then obviously, Andrew's, you know, right behind us with two people in front of him. And then a coordinator comes out and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that we are experiencing some downtime. As you can see, we don't anticipate it's going to be long. If it will be, you know, too long, we'll come out again and we'll, we'll clear the queue if you'd like to leave the exits there. But we hope it won't be so long. So Anthony, of course, is like, how long is it going to be? I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. Like, what do you want to do? I want to wait. I want to mate. Sit down. I'm going to sit on your lap. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the ground. Anthony's sitting on my lap. He's like looking around. 20 minutes ago by. And I'm thinking like, oh, crap. Like, we've played yeah. this up. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then we see the coaster come in with the, the harness up instead of down. Everyone starts cheering. They open the gates. The people in front of us go in. Um so, you know, Anthony's like, okay, we're going to ride. We're going to ride. And I'm like, yeah, dude, we're next. Train comes in. He sits down. I push the thing down. He goes, mama, will you hold me? I'm like, I surely will, kid. So <laughs> I throw my hand over his lap, but I can't see his little face past the arm, you know, like the shoulder restraint. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, bud, just squeeze my hand if you're scared. Like, we got this. It's going to be so fun. We take off of here. Whoa! <laughs> we do the loop followed by the barrel roll which i totally forgot there's a barrel roll right after the loops so i didn't even warn him uh tear through the whole thing and at the end you know when you stop i'm like what do you think bud <laughs> i hear nothing all i see is a little thumb go up like a little thumbs up that's outstanding <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so glad you liked it so then we get off and he's like where's our picture where's our picture and we find a picture of him like completely crapping himself <laughs> Now, how did you do with it? Don't any motion issues? I wore my buzzy band. Oh, you wore the bands. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I and plus I always do better in the front than I do toward the back, and it doesn't go backwards. So typically, like yeah. straight forward in the front band, I'm usually pretty good. So it was, it was just, it was crazy. Like it's weird that he's big enough and old enough to do like rock and freaking roller coaster. And I cannot wait. I was saying to Andrew, I can't wait for him to put two and two together that if he's big enough for Rock and he's big enough for Tron. Mm, yeah. Because that's... What, Andrew? Yes. Oh, did he? Oh, apparently he asked Andrew. Because <laughs> um, so, that's going to be the next thing. When are we going to go Tron? When are we going to go Tron? And that's a significantly bigger PIA. Um, but anyway, it was really fun. Um, I can't believe he's big enough and old enough, but I'm glad he liked it. And... Um, I told him I'd do it once a trip and he's like, I want to do it once a you know time there. He's like, I'm going to do it 10 times next time we're at studios. I'm like, yeah, you and dad have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, like a one-time thing. But that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was really fun. Awesome. All right, Donna. Well, good discussion. Why don't we take a quick break and we will be back with our final discussion on the enchanting extras collection. All right, Donna, we are back and ready to discuss our final Enchanting Extras collection. For this uh, category, we said 150 or older, uh, over, excuse me, not older, 
um, dollars. Um, we, I have five, although there wasn't a ton in this category. I have one honorable mention I wanted to take a, a minute to talk about because I don't think it's, it's not actually technically an enchanting extra. Okay, so I also have one that's not technically an enchanting extra. <laughs> oh, if we um, match this, I'll be happy. <laughs> um, but I have four that are on the list, and I have personally done um, one and a half, let's call it. <laughs> okay, I have actually done none on the list. Okay, that's fair. So, what is your one, the honorable mention? I'm curious. No, I don't. I don't have an honorable mention. I have the five. Yeah. Okay. Um, So the one that I put on the list that really isn't technically an enchanting extra, but I wanted to talk about it for a minute because I so want to do this, is the beachcomber shacks at Typhoon Lagoon. Okay. Because they're like to me, I think of that as an enchanting extra. That's um, so weird because the pool cabana rentals are on the and list. That's what made me think of it, but it's not on the list. It's considered a recreational activity. Maybe we need to do a recreational activity list. Oh, well, then maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Uh, let me see what's under the recreational activities, as it were. Yeah, because I don't know. How do you distinguish, like, to me, a horseback riding is an, a, recre- a recreational activity? Right, and like archery is on the list of enchanting extras. It doesn't get more recreational than that. Yeah, and Donna, so are the cabanas. So I think it's just a case, and so is Oak Trail and and Mini Golf. Right. All right, so, and the horse-drawn carriage. All right, so I'm going to take a minute, and this would be probably number one on my list. So, you know, let's just go with that. This is a private... um, I mean, they call it a shack, but it's it's covered um, at Typhoon Lagoon, up to six people, um, cushion seating, towels, a locker. Um, you have your own refrigerator, cold water available all day. Um, something else that I think is really cool about this is you each each person gets a souvenir refillable mug um, with you know complimentary soda, uh, you know, throughout the the day throughout the park. Um, attendants are on hand where they can take orders for food and beverages, um, which I think is just really cool. And Don, I, I misspoke. There's cushion seating for up to six guests, but you can have a maximum number of 10 um, guests. And there's even different levels of the shacks um, where if you go with the premium plus, it includes a dining table, flat screen TV, oscillating fan, and four electrical um, outlets. And that I, is the only one that has um, the refrigerator, not the other standard or deluxe ones. Exactly. So, no, this is definitely, um, especially when you're traveling with that bigger group and when you're going to be there all day. The biggest thing yeah, for us is we, we, like, never go to Typhoon Lagoon all day. We don't go to any of the water parks all day. We go there first thing in the morning, we stay for a few hours, and then we peace out before they get mobbed. <laughs> Um, but if that's your family's thing, if that's what you're going to do for a whole day, or if it's like for a special event, like 
a birthday or something like that, by all yeah. means, I definitely think it's it's cool. Um, we are going to, I don't know, Jamie, if I even told you this, let alone talked about it on the show. We are going to um, Discovery Cove, where he did that for Anthony's birthday present. He doesn't know this. Um, we picked it up last year during the Black Friday, excuse me, the Blue Friday <laughs> sale that SeaWorld does um, for his upcoming birthday in October. So literally, we've had these tickets for, you know, however long. Just recently, just this past week, I paid for the, um, Andrew, what did I tell you they were called? Do, 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 do. It'd be really nice if I had a brain. It's not a full-on cabana because they do have those available at Discovery Cove as well. Oh, it's like, like a lounge or something? I don't know. Whatever. It's covered. And there's two like lounge, um, padded lounge chairs and like a little mm -hmm. table between them. And you can have up to four people, even though there's only the two loungers. And the reason that I paid for it, and it was like $160. It wasn't like, no, $116, excuse me. It wasn't like it was cheap, but it's, it's the reserved seating. Knowing yeah. that you have the coverage from the sun, it has um, like draperies, for lack of a better word, that you can, you know, pull if the sun's coming in one direction or another. And the one thing I've read about Discovery Cove is, you know, you can have as much time as you want because you're there literally all day. So right. I didn't want to have to, you know, fight for, um, you know, shade in early October, it can still be a gazillion degrees that first, you know, week of October. Um, so we did pay for something similar. I mean, we're not getting the refrigerator and things like that, that you would get at Typhoon Lagoon. And it's certainly not the, the size, but to your point, you know, when you're already spending money for something special, it's nice knowing that you have that reserved space that no one's going to touch your stuff like happened to you guys a couple years ago at, at Typhoon or Blizzard because um, you have that reserve. Yeah, there you go. Because you know you have that, that area that is yours. Yeah. I just think it's, it's super cool. Um, so I put it on honorable mention because, you know, like we said, enchanting extras adjacent, if you will. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So should I do my one that's... Um, I don't even say like it's a cheat, but it's not on the Enchanting Extras list, though I believe it had been in the past. So sure. should I start there? Yes. So it's actually what I discussed a little bit in our show last week. It's the tour called Backstage Magic. I don't know if they stopped offering it, Jamie, but I could not find it on the Walt Disney website. I found all sorts of references to it on other parties. But darn it, I could not find Backstage Magic on Walt Disney Bros. website. Um, that may... That did, has not come back yet. So, it's one of those things where, okay, COVID, COVID, COVID. That's malarkey at this point in time. But in any case, Backstage, ma back, blah, 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 backstage Magic was a tour that Andrew and my parents and I did um, to kind of celebrate us moving to Florida. Um, you know, we became annual pass holders. We got Tables in Wonderland, RIP that program. Um, and then we had this, this tour scheduled for our family. So it's, it's the only tour to my knowledge, at least that used to run, because apparently it's not running right now, that does not require you to have park admission. They part of what you're paying for is you know the ability to enter the parks, no attractions, but enter the parks with the tour. We did something that's the backstage name backstage at all four parks. We did utilidors, we got to go um, back and see the old parade floats for Jam and Jungle Parade. We got to do um, underneath of um, uh, 
American Adventure, like where where you could actually see the the stage parts lifting up and down. Like they they run a test show first thing sure. in the morning without the audio, so you can actually get to see that moving. And then what did we do at Studios? Oh, haunted, um, Tower Terror, Tower Terror, yeah behind the scenes of Tower of Terror. So there's something behind the scenes at each park. We got a meal included. Like it was just really, really stinking cool. Um, and at the point in time when we did it, we paid only about 175. The most recent pricing that I could find was 275. But we literally 10 years ago today, we're on the auto train coming down here. So 10 years ago, it was $100 less than the most recent pricing I could find. But to me, on the $150 plus list for a huge Disney fan, this is a home run. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the tours, we need to do another Crystal Ball episode soon because a lot of the tours have not come back yet. We're back. Slight technical glitch. Um, um, so I will, uh, pick up where Donna completely dropped the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped something, right? Yeah. Dropping bombs. Unbelievable. Um, I don't really have any of mine in the others in any, oh, I wrote, shoot. I realized I wrote the same thing twice. Good Um, job, dude. Yeah, that's. Um, so I wrote, uh, the specialty cruises as an option that I think is something that's really cool, um, where you can, for, uh, Epcot forever or happily ever after you can view them right from the water, just a, excuse me, really cool, different place. Um, and I was actually watching a YouTube video recently where, um, they had all the different specialty crews, um, you know, whatever pontoon boats or, or, you know, a charter boat or whatever you want to call them, um, like lined up in, um, seven seas lagoon. And it was really kind of cool to see, um, you depart from, uh, yacht and beach to experience Epcot forever, um, or to view happily ever after contemporary Marina, Polynesian grand flow, Fort wilderness or wilderness, um, lodge. So, I think that would be pretty cool. Pricing for the 25-foot boat starts at $399 plus tax, and it seats up to 10 guests. So, Jamie, that's on my list, too. And I broke it down a little bit further. Everything you said is totally true. Um, But I figured mm, 10 might be a little bit much on that boat. So I divided the cost by eight. And this is pre-tax, so I have to be fair in saying that. But if you had eight people at $399 each, you're looking at $49.88 per person. Less than $50 for this private viewing and boat experience. And you're not just on the water for like the 20 minutes that the show is going on. You usually pull out, if my notes are correct, which they probably are, an hour before the show. So you're on the water for the hour before the show, for the show, and then you come back. They even will add, because again... I think I took a little more (laughs) than you did on this one. They will even decorate the boat for an occasion with what you're paying. So if you're celebrating someone's birthday, they'll throw up like a happy birthday sign. Oh, that's cool. So it just, to me, like, again, for an occasion, or even if it's like, you know, you don't usually get to travel with your family, and this is something really special that you're doing coming to Walt Disney World. I've actually thought about doing it for um, our little family tradition as we go and we eat at um, Grand Floridian Cafe on New Year's Eve Eve on December 30th. 
And then we watch the early, we call them the kids, you know, midnight fireworks that are usually at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night. And then we come home, Anthony goes to bed, and then, you know, we watch the actual midnight fireworks from from our balcony. Um, so I've actually toyed with seeing if we could book one of those boats for the New Year's Eve Eve early fireworks um, when the boat was all, mm-hmm. or the, the water was also covered in boats at that point. Because I think at that point in time, like, you know, I know we're, if it's us, the three of us and my parents, it's only five, but even still at $400 divided by five, you're at about $80 per person for a really cool special experience. Yeah, no, I agree. We would just have to convince my mother to get on said boat. That might be more difficult than coming up with the money. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right, Donna. Well, I will take then the next one. Um, and I wrote down a VIP tour, um, which I think is, is super, I'm trying to, where did I find it? It was here. Where are you? Do you want me to take over? Cause it's on my list too. <laughs> oh, there it is. Disney's private. I scrolled by it four, four times. I just wanted to pull up Disney's, um, website to you know give the most accurate um up to date starting at 450 dollars per hour up to 900 dollars per hour minimum seven hours maximum 10 guests yeah this little more expensive than the specialty cruises no kidding um but you know it's it's like the, the the parks are your playpen so to speak you know you design your day out um you can visit multiple theme parks if you want to. Um, it's, it's, it's your customizable day to do what you want. Backdoor entrance or, you know, uh, lightning lane entrance to all attractions. Um, yeah, this is pretty cool. So VIP tour list or VIP tour was obviously the fir- very first thing that I wrote down. Um, it's obviously the most expensive, but when you're talking about enchanting extras that are more than $150, this has to be on your list. Um, I have had multiple clients over the years do VIP tours and they've all absolutely positively without a question raved about the experience I had one family do two different days of VIP tours and they told me, you know, upon completion of their trip that their thought as a family, because they actually travel um, with a pretty big group. They had to have two VIP tour guides because, again, up to 10 people, um, their plan of attack the next time they come down to Florida is going to be to do VIP tours for four days but stay for two fewer nights because they figure that they can get done in the four days with the VIP tour guides, what they would have gotten done in six days. Right. (laughs) Probably more. Let's be honest. Um, Only having, you know, only gosh, listen to me, a couple of days of the VIP tour. So they figured two, two less nights at a deluxe resort times four rooms, excuse me, five rooms, you know, that, that makes up the price difference. Yeah, no, totally fair. So I don't know if this is something I'll do. Just, I mean, my fortieth birthday, Jamie. Mark my words. That's what I keep telling you, Andrew. Four fifty times seven. So, what's the absolute minimum? Thirty three grand, somewhere around that. Hold please. Because four fifty times ten would be forty. Thirty one fifty. Thirty one fifty. Okay, yeah, I was doing relatively quick math, so. 
But like some people take like big blowout vacations for their 40th that are way more than three thousand dollars. Yeah, ten up to ten. If so, you have ten guests. Yeah, but if it's for my birthday, who am I to ask people to chip in for it? Yeah. And you probably can't find ten friends anyways. Keep talking. <laughs> All right, Donna's sick. That was a little mean spirited. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. I'm All gonna right. tell Val on you. She's already pissed off enough. I'm gonna add fuel to the fire. Yeah, whatever. I would have said it to her if she made that statement. So it really wasn't you. It was more for the joke. All right. Um, next up, Donna, this is something I believe you have done, um, if I'm not mistaken. And this is over at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, the Wild Africa Trek. Have you done that? I have not. I had the opportunity okay. to did. do it. Well, I had the opportunity to do it. And then um, when I would have been able to go, I was pregnant with Anthony. And I don't remember if you're not allowed to go when you're pregnant or if I just thought it wasn't the smartest idea. But uh, I didn't okay. end up. You you were so you're half right. I I intended to do it, but it didn't end up happening. Okay. Um, this is something that I mean it takes me back to Westchester University and adventure education. But you know all the the belaying ropes and you're you know tied in um, and really just over top of this lush landscaping um, and, and seeing the animals on the safari in a completely new. Um, way where you have a chance to see the giraffes, the rhinos, the hippos, um, you know, the, the crocodiles. And I think that's really, really um, a, a really cool thing. And I've also seen from clients who have done it and also heard that they take some phenomenal photos of you, like, you know, on, you know, in your harness, on belay, things like that, that, you I mean, you're just not going to get those pictures anywhere else. Right. Um, so that's so stinking cool. It's definitely, it made my list too. Um, at 199 per person, I'm not ready just yet to, uh, to make that happen. Um, years ago, Jamie, I, I think I, we, we joke about this all the time, like pre Anthony, post Anthony, I think it was pre Anthony. It wasn't selling well. So they were offering a very rare agent, uh, kickback commission for booking this tour. And that lasted for probably about a year. And was it this originally, was it always this price? No. It was originally like $49, wasn't it? I don't know if it was ever that cheap, but it was definitely oh, sub 100. Yeah, it was definitely sub 100 when I first started. Um, I did look to, to, just to clarify for anybody who might be interested, um, they do say that expected mothers mothers should not participate. Okay, yeah, so it wasn't just common sense, it was a rule. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you know what else? I, I didn't know this um, or realize this, that um, you also have uh, snacks available during your trek. You know, prosciutto, um, garlic, hummus, pita, olive mix, fruit, chicken wraps, and, and shrimp, which I think is pretty I cool. I tend to think that that might have been part of when the price increased because I uh, don't remember that being included in what I was looking at doing. That doesn't mean uh, I wouldn't swear to it but I don't remember that being included. Um, and you can kind of picture where that little hut is that they take the, the guests. Right. And this is a three-hour trek, we should also mention. A three-hour tour. <laughs> All right, so I'm down to my last one. Where are you at? As am I, because we had a lot of doubles on this one, which, honestly, Jamie, 
I think that I was surprised, and I'm I probably am speaking for you too. How few were listed? I thought there would be way more. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of these premium sort of experiences. Um, so I would imagine we're gonna either match or be adjacent to each other on this last one. Um, for this one, I have the Epcot Seas Adventures um, Dolphins in Depth which is $199 per person where you can hang out with the dolphins of the seas with Nemo and friends pavilion. Um, the living seas I prefer. Um, I always really was interested in this because of the boy meets world episode. Oh my God. Of course you are. Um, and I also think step-by-step kind of, they had like a crossover or something or the one girl from step-by-step was there, but nevertheless, um, I always thought that was really interesting um, that they have, you know, these, these massive, you know, dolphins in this massive, massive, massive aquarium. Um, Two-hour experience where you'll talk to the experts, experts who care for and work with these dolphins um, every day, um, which I also think, Donna, if I remember correctly, not a lot of the dolphins were featured in the the Magic of Animal Kingdom series on Disney Plus, which I correct. Think, I don't know why they never did that because they they did talk about some of the animals at at the um, at the Seas Pavilion in that um, series, but nothing about the dolphins, which I find a little bit odd. Honestly, maybe it was because knock on wood they've been healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So. Um, but did you do the other one or what's your, so I have a little bit more to say about this one. Um, I, I, I chose, um, the dive quest version. So you were right adjacent. Um, and the reason I said I've, I'd done one and a half of the things on my list because I, I did complete backstage magic, which again, does not currently exist to be booked. And I also did another activity that again is not, not listed right now. And it was called the seas aqua tour. It was right. something called snuba diving. So bear okay. with me while I explain this because I think I've told you about it, but I don't necessarily think that we've talked about it on our show before. So snuba is you have the tank, like your, your oxygen tank, but it's floating on the surface of the water. Then you have the tube that goes to the regulator in your mouth. You do not need any sort of certification or, you know, advanced training or anything like that to do the snuba, because I think the max depth is like maybe like 10 to 12 feet below the surface. That's as far as you're able to go with the length um, connected to the the air uh, to your regulator. That's it. Um, and that was ridiculously cool. I never had experienced that snuba before. We had have done it since then on a cruise. Um, also very, very cool. But just being underwater for that prolonged period of time, again, with no certification, no crazy training. I've never scuba dived before. Um, it was phenomenal. And being in the tank that like I had grown up looking at, and this was in 2005, January 2005 that I did this. It was part of my, my graduation present for my parents. Um, it was just so cool. I got to like wave to them and, you know, it, it just, I, I can't say enough from a Disney fan perspective and from someone who's always enjoyed the water. It was ridiculously cool. My brother-in-law pre-pandemic did the dive quest because he is um, Patty certified. So he okay. did 
the dive quest. Um, and he said that the pricing was higher than um, he usually pays for a single dive. But um, I think he said it was a two tank dive instead of a one tank dive, which means you're down for longer. Okay. And obviously there's no currents to deal with. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, worrying about visibility and like things like that. So he did think that it was at least, worth doing he didn't come out and say like oh gosh i can't believe i paid xyz for that you know he really liked it and it was really cool seeing my niece his daughter and my son his nephew stand at the glass and put their hands on the glass and tj swam right up and put his hand on the glass from the inside like that is something it's so so cool to experience and see and know like ellie was like eleanor was like she was ellie then eleanor was like that's my daddy that's my daddy and everyone around's like oh that's so cool <laughs> like it's her dad um so that one comes in a little bit more than the dolphin experience that one comes in at 219 dollars um again that was the that was the dive quest version you have to be a certified scuba diver disney will not certify you you have to be certified right. and show your your paperwork in order to experience that one yeah. Awesome. I mean, really, really cool. And I mean, these are the, and I think that's really, you know, to kind of bring the whole discussion home, why we've talked about enchanting extras so in depth the last three weeks is that th- there's so many things other than, you know, your, your haunted mansions, your Sorens, your test tracks and things but like we're that. We're not ripping on any of those things. Yeah, not it, at all. No, but it's just so cool that these are be- able to be done. Right. And this idea honestly came to mind because we were talking about, you know, Jamie's trip report and where Jamie's saying like, oh, you know, we come down several times a year and we do this and we do that. So it's neat to talk about these other things that are available for someone like me who lives here. Someone like Jamie who comes down multiple times a year, um, knowing that there's that that cool stuff available. No, I totally agree. So good discussion. I'm going to go. Get a refillable mug and hang out in my beachcomber shack. <laughs> you do that, James. With your All six right. friends. With my with my six friends, right. All right, you want to take us home? Um, yeah, but I would love to <laughs> have known what we were doing next week. I literally just closed that darn document, Jamie. Give me one second. Sorry, guys. So how's your day? <laughs> It was good. I have to talk to you before you go uh, off air um, or, or once we wrap up, I have something to talk to you about. I think it's pretty cool. Oh my gosh, Jamie. How did I forget what we were doing next week? We kind of need our listeners for this one. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Minor detail. Um, all right, guys, we need your help. Um, it's that time uh, of year again. We want to do some listener questions. It can be about anything. It can be about the parks. It can be about needs enchanting extras we discuss. It can be, um, you know, asking our opinion on something because Lord knows Jamie loves giving his opinion. <laughs> anything that comes to mind, please send our way. As always, thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.